the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. It's Tom Albright with AV Nation with a DSE special. What we're doing is we're previewing Digital Signage Expo happens, uh, the event, everything itself happens March 31st through April 3rd. The show floor, uh, the exhibit hall is actually open uh, April 1st and 2nd. And it is my pleasure to be joined today by Mark Strauss from ANC. Welcome, sir. Very nice to be here, Tim. You and I met each other probably about three or four years ago when I first started, about four or five years ago when we, I first started doing DSC. And you've been doing this, this tour uh, for a long time. It's the 15th annual, annual tour. Happens this time, uh, the day before the show opens, so March 31st, 7.30 in the morning, we're all getting on a bus uh, and, and, and going around Vegas with you uh, as we all get to go be, kind of behind the scenes. Walk me through, first, first and foremost, kind of what the, the, the thinking was behind kind of this, this behind the scenes hidden tour. Well, the idea behind the tour was simple. We wanted to give people practical understanding of how different deployments operate, give people a reality check on if they're going to do a project, how would they arrive at the results they're looking for? Because as you know, Tim, most of these projects are way more involved than most of us realize. So the tour is amazing because it teaches me things. And I've seen a lot of technology along the road, but when I could do the tour, I'm getting to see completely different implementations of, of technologies, which is super interesting for me. And what I try to do with the tour is talk about it um, with, first of all, we start with a little speech in which I highlight what people should be looking at during the tour and what questions they should be asking themselves as they go through these venues. And I think it is a really cool public service in the digital signage industry to really ask these questions in general to the whole industry. Well, it also gives folks a kind of a context, those questions do, of the stuff that they're seeing, both the front end, but also the back end to see how some of these really fantastic displays and deployments are put together. Exactly. For example, the Fremont experience. If you're not really paying attention, you won't realize that they're cutting LED panels with custom cutouts so that they can put the the pylons through the LED because they have this canopy of LED. If anyone's never seen it before, think of it as like an umbrella of LED above your head and it's three or four city blocks long. But they have done things now where they have absolutely customized modules by literally fusing the module around the structure, which is extremely high tech. And these are things I will point out in, in, in the speech. All right, so you mentioned the, the Fremont experience. What else are we gonna be seeing on, on the tour here uh, on, on March 31st? Blackfire Innovation Labs at the University of Las Vegas is a really cool part of the tour in which they're going to see how Las Vegas is, um, uh, the university has actually um, signed up with Caesars and they are actually sharing the research with other companies like Panasonic and others. And they're putting in live labs, like for example, a hotel room. This is a Panasonic demonstration where you can go in and look at a modern hotel room as opposed to a present hotel room. And they can actually live in the room 
try out the gadgets, see if the gadgets really work. Very cool stuff. They also have live slot machines that you can play on to get the full user experience all the way to um, LED video boards or video walls that you would, for example, have in the sports books. Yeah. And that way you can see the viewing distances of the panels to see what is the correct font, what is the correct size. They had bendable um, LED panels um, from LG in which when you put them on the wall, you bend them in shape. They come flat, but you bend them as you're putting them on the wall. I think that's an incredibly cool highlighted item because I don't think most people realize that this new art form of seeing bent LED occurs on site. And they're able to show it in, in, in kind of a real world, almost a real world lab. Uh, it, yeah. And, yeah, you know, very cool. You mentioned the sports book. Um, I'll, I'll kind of turn the corner with this. Uh, the link has been going over, uh, going through a renovation the last two or three years. Uh, I got to see some of it last year uh, at DSC. This year, uh, in the last 12 months, they've actually increased the number of LED uh, square, square meters of the LED square footage. Talk for a second about your take on, on what the link is and, and what we'll see behind the scenes on this tour. Well, the link professionally is interesting because they're taking environments that are filled with people and they're creating with the use of LED boards, um, mini sub environments, places where people can go, for example, and play an Xbox right in front of a bar situation, but get their own mini environment to interact with. So what I find fascinating is the amount of little environments they've created at the links, which makes the environment much more interesting. Also, they had some major challenges. One of them is they're using an older building in which they didn't have the same massive ceilings that you get in the new buildings. And without those massive ceilings, you get the sense of claustrophobia. They have tried to remedy this issue by putting video boards on the ceiling and making those video boards have cool shapes and not making them present any advertising as much as creating an element that lifts the ceiling from the floor. Wow. So when you see these elements, you suddenly feel that the environment is far more open than it really is. To me, Tim, that's interesting design. Because if you think about it, that is an old casino that doesn't feel old when you go into it anymore. Well, it's also a unique use of the LED technology, right? It, it, it gives the appearance that you're not uh, up against the ceiling you know, right there. But it's a unique use of, of, the, of the technology uh, in a way that I haven't seen before. Absolutely. Uh, you've got a couple more uh, stops on, on the tour. Um, you've got, you're going to um, the... Uh, uh, Hunger Games exhibit, the Hunger Games experience, but also uh, stopping by Nanolumens as well, which has an office there and a showroom there in, in Las Vegas as well. That's correct. And, you know, um, I'm just going to say the Hunger Games is pretty obvious. We will be discussing the, the, the show and its main attraction, which is with the, the crossbow. You can actually hit targets on this LED, really cool setup that they've got. And I will be going into the details of how that works. And then the next stop is nanolumens, which is very interesting because this is another important part of the industry where now manufacturers are bringing their labs from Asia to America or from Europe to America and showing us all of their products in one location and usually in a social environment where they can wine and dine you 
in the environment around the very products that you will buy from them. Wow. And I think that's cool. And it's, it's, it's something that as the environment, as we grow and the commodity of led becomes accepted, then you're going to now need to distinguish yourself, these showrooms to actually get people to come in physically touch and see the products. Because if not, you have no ability to distinguish yourself. So I think ultimately this is a very nice trend and it will also give consumers and people who are buying led for any project that they might be interested in a chance to really look at it. And I think ultimately, um, what I'm pleased with, it's also bringing legitimacy to the industry that we haven't had up to now, which is we're now bringing the brands who are, we're staking, you know, our, our stake in the ground of saying, you can now see and physically touch because we're here forever. And you give that sense that these industries are solid. These showrooms really give you this, uh, this, this feeling that this is not a fly-by-night operation. So I guess we've really grown up. Well, we have absolutely, and, that, and this gives us kind of another another step up into, you know, showing not only our clients but also the other trades and the other uh, technologies out there that we are, you know, an actual industry to to be reckoned with. So, um, <clears throat> you're not done actually. After Tuesday, uh, you you got a long long morning, seven thirty again, seven thirty to two o'clock. Uh, you get to hang out with Mark on on the tour, the behind the scenes tour. Uh, of the digital signage kind of guided uh, tour that he's doing. In addition to that, you're also doing a session on April 2nd, that Thursday, uh, it's at uh, 2.30 in the afternoon, uh, talking about making the spaces work uh, for the clients. And, and part, of the, uh, part of that panel is gonna be one of your clients and one of ANC's clients, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Talk about that session and what people will, will come away with. Well, Mike Cooley, their chief information officer, will be coming in to DSC to talk about his experience of building a very interactive experience at the Cleveland Cavaliers. And what I'm excited about for DSC is this allows us to bring in high-profile clients that are not just distinguished in what they do, but they make choices with deliberateness that I think needs to be highlighted. And the Cleveland Cavaliers have always pushed us to really uh, make incredible strides in our products and in our services. And so the Fieldhouse project, for me at least, has been thrilling because, for example, Tim, we have more LED pixels in just a tunnel there um, compared to what we did at the World Trade Center just a few years back. And yet the World Trade Center is many more feet. And I think it's like the, the tunnel is 54 feet and the World Trade Center is like 275 feet. So that kind of shows you the evolution of pixels getting smaller and smaller and smaller. The resolution keeps going up. And for us, the challenge is, is to keep those pixels lit up. So what is neat is that ANC so far has built a system that allows us to have this virtual resolution so we can keep up with what the Cleveland Cavaliers want to do creatively. And the team from our side that will be speaking um, from our CEO to our senior VP of operations will highlight what goes in from ANC to make these projects um, sing and please our clients and our fans. And the truth is, it is an absolute all-encompassing affair to highlight and make boards of 16 million pixels plus light up. Yeah. 
Well, and to talk about that for a second. You mentioned the, the you know, your fans, but also their fans, right? It, you you were you were almost an extension of of the team, an extension of your clients at that point, because you have to make sure that their fans are as satisfied and are as engaged each and every night. Absolutely. Our job is not to provide LED boards to, for example, the, the, the Cavs. Our job for the Cavs is to make it the best place in Cleveland to go to take your family for a night out. Wow. Yeah, that's, a, that's a really great point. Yeah. That's what our mission is. Everything else is just gravy. And for me, my challenge is to bring all these technologies together to create security and to create the very best visual experience we can for our fans. I want you to talk about that for a second as we kind of wrap up here. You mentioned to create security. Why is that such a big deal? And why is that such a big concern nowadays with digital signage? That question is one that keeps me up at night. Why is it such a big deal? Because unfortunately, just last year, some of our major clients were hacked. Yeah. And um, our software has so far been able to keep um, the bad guys out. But the truth of the matter is, one day we will lose a battle, not the war, but we will lose the battle. And Tim, for me, what's hard about this is it only takes one breach of, of our security to create a, be a, to create a breach of faith with fans. And I think that's a tremendous responsibility for any caretaker of digital content to have on their shoulders. And anyone who takes that lightly is playing with fire because I used to, when I first got into digital signage in 2K, and now where we are 20 years later, have realized we're being burnt and, I, and along the journey watching and witnessing what these, what the, um, the, the security and the, the, the hackers are capable of doing to know now that naivety is not a good excuse. You have to be preemptive and you have to get in there and you have to put tools in place that slow down these bad guys from actually taking over the science. And that's all we're trying to do. We don't think we can prevent attacks, Tim. We just want to slow them down. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Again, uh, you can go hang out with Mark on uh, March 31st from 7.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, along with the, the behind-the-scenes tour, uh, the 15th annual as part of Digital Signage Expo. Also, uh, go watch their uh, his session on uh, making the spaces work for the clients um, Thursday, April 2nd, 2.30 uh, p.m. Mr. Claus, I appreciate Mr. Strauss, I appreciate your time. Uh, Mark, if, if somebody wants to get a hold of you or get a hold of ANC, how do they do, how do, they do that? An easy way for them is to go to the website at anc.com. All right, anc.com. Again, for to hang out with Mark or just to go check out the latest in digital signage, you can go by DSC's website, digitalsignageexpo.net, digitalsignageexpo.net. Sign up for Mark's uh, tour. Again, that is March 31st at 7.30 a.m. or check out all of the sessions and register for the show all of that and more at digitalsignageexpo.net uh, for us for aviation go by our website aviation.tv you'll find programs like this as well as coverage of dsc 2020 on our website all that and more at aviation.tv <laughs>